Yeah. This is the first time we've done one of these with all three of the gang 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 up in this thing. Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro the Podcast and Radio Show Infused with Hip Hop presents you another mixtape up in this thing. I feel like we deserve to have this catered. We should. Yes, but I have, I have I have supplies though, so I mean that, that, that'll do for the last minute. I mean supplies are good, but like once the supplies kick in, you don't need you don't need some catering. I don't need the supplies. I want something to eat. <laughs> see, you see what I'm saying? Across the lines, of communication for me, I have the the, the usual suspect, Swab Burgundy, the Petty Messiah. Dang. And this, this, like I said, this counts as like a WWE superstars or like a main event or like uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a shotgun Saturday night. This really doesn't count, people. So if you hear this and it's after my last show, just know <laughs> this didn't count. Oh, don't worry. We talked about the contract negotiations on episode one twenty six. They're going very terribly. <laughs> so, so what? So wait, this is like um, this is like Saturday night's main event back in the eighties. Yeah, like Hogan's the main event. The middle, Hogan's there in the middle of the show. This no, this is this is Monday it's Nitro. This is Monday Nitro episode one. It's the very end. This is Luger standing standing looking at the ring for no reason. This <laughs> 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 is <Lex> Luger. <laughs> Wait, what is he doing here? He doesn't work here. Good God, that's funny as shit. Yo, we we've been having some conversations. There's some some very interesting turnabouts that have happened over the summer. But but the perfect time to talk about something like this would be now. This is a our we we, we gonna do college players or we gonna do pro players or like what's the bar? What's the low low end of the bar? So the, professional so mix, athletes. Yeah, if you t- uh, pro, if you played it at a pro level in any sport, that counts. Division one in uh, in college, and I mean we run shit here. So if we find somebody that that's worthy that didn't do either one of those things but played at a high level somewhere, I mean we'll do that. I mean there are some names. Right. There's some names we will just run through, but there's also some other names. That, that we'll actually take some time and spend on, but it, best pro athletes to become professional wrestlers. Yes. And at this point, playing NCAA anything at a D1 level qualifies you as a professional athlete. I mean, let's, so so that's that's how this conversation came up for this for this show here is the fact that just as a side conversation, Suave and I were throwing out a what if, you know, breaking the pencil, if you will. And Petty Messiah, I'm sure you haven't been on the rock long enough to, to not know this, but, you know, NCAA players as of this calendar year, this, oh, this school year can be paid for their likeness. Money. Yes. Yeah, that, that money. <laughs> yeah, no. Money. Yeah, in, yeah. In U.S. Yeah, currency. Yeah. In monies. And for those who are already there getting paid by boosters. Price just went up. Price just went up. Yeah, bitch. Two streams of income. <laughs> you can now admit where you got that binge from. <laughs> uh, I bought this myself. Right. Mercedes of Columbus. That's where, that's where the Ohio so, States get their bins from. <laughs> look, I, I was about to ask if that was going to, you know, hurt boosters or have boosters not necessarily spend as much money because other kids can go get their money elsewhere. But now, boosters just got to set, set up a shell corporation and you sign them to a deal and pay them direct. How about this? There's a high school player right now who is uh, talking about foregoing 
his senior year in high school to hey, go play man. for Ohio State University next uh, this uh, this coming football or oh, next next football season. Sir, no. <laughs> you need to get you need you need that last senior year so you can. No, you don't. <laughs> I promise you don't. No. Nope. So I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you why. Dead ass playing football. Once people know that you're destined for greatness, somebody gonna try to break your ankle. You, it's more dangerous for him to play his senior year than it is to take the take night courses for his GED and go straight to Ohio State. So, no, so, so <laughs> there, there are there, 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 home tutor, there are things that are required to play NCAA f- sports. Period. Not just Division One, Division Two as well. A high school diploma to set of nuts. <laughs> well, and I don't mean oh. I don't mean that uh, anatomically. I mean you got to have some heart. And depending depending if you uh, if depending on what size of the school you're at, what city you're in, you may have already accumulated the amount of credits with a good curriculum and and, and upbringing for you to go to summer school to graduate in three years. That's you're a possibility. Earning, at this point, kids are earning college credit. In their sophomore, starting in their sophomore year. So. Facts. People are actually graduating high school and starting their junior year in college. Like they're graduating with an associate's. They're graduating high school with an associate's degree in college. I met a young man that works. I mean, that plays for uh, SMU, and he transferred Smooth. from University of North Texas. And the reason why he transferred is because he got a full ride to grad school and he still has two years of eligibility on the field and he'll be done with his degree uh, by next spring. And like, let's let's use this man as an example for, for the conversation before we start kicking off these athletes. Hypothetically speaking, we'll say he this man graduated from UNT and he decides to go to University of Central Florida. And at the University of Central Florida, he has two years of Division One eligibility left. Okay. He decides to go, I don't know, work out at a uh, off, off-campus facility. We'll just call this off-campus f- facility the the Seformance Pinter. <laughs> no, no. That's, that's... Okay. The Seformance okay, Pinter. Sure. We'll, we'll call it that. I'm serious, <laughs> No, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even think you needed to do that, that the C, word jumble. The, C, the CP for short. So, no, the WWE Performance Center. We'll say he's going there to, to work out. Yeah. He's That's also, it. hypothetically, graduated with a degree in mass communications. While playing football, is there anything in the, in the NCAA language that prevents him, A, from working out off campus B working for WWE since he has a degree in the field for which he's actually going to be working in that capacity backstage mm-hmm. and or C while at the PC working out training to become a professional wrestler and or becoming talent while already hired on by said company What thoughts? Um, There's a lot of confusion going on with that whole explanation. <laughs> How so? Let, let's unpack it. <laughs> it was just it was too long winded for me to well, still be with you. Well, what there's happened? a lot. There's a lot of different questions. So, 
him working out off campus, no. No one's going to. No. This isn't one of those situations like. You're not going to bat an eye. Yeah, the, the player, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's playing for the Broncos, and he got injured while working out at a non-team facility. He was just working out on his own dime. He got hurt, and because of that, the language in in his contract allowed the team to cut him, knowing that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going the extra mile trying to be a better athlete. You're working. You're, you're, you're doing everything that sports media and sports, air quotes, critics say you should do. Try to be the best. And... Because of an unfortunate incident during that, you were then cut. Complete hmm. bullshit. 100%. But in college, yeah, you can work out wherever you want to. If you want to do pull-ups in your closet, that's your business. But <laughs> you do pull-ups in your closet and tear the wall down because it's, you know the, the wall's built shoddy. I mean... You're a Division One athlete. They'll overlook it. <laughs> so Now at a, a, a D2 school... Mm, you mm. might you might have to <laughs> they'll fix it but you might have to do something to make up for it now funny you should mention that I actually called a parent of a D2 student earlier before we started recording this uh-huh. and asked her to look over the language thereof because she's been very involved in uh, in her in her son's uh, athletic future as it relates to being a student athlete at a division 2 university because you have to know when you sign a letter of intent and commitment, those are contracts. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I asked her was the verbiage in the contract. You right. know, and she comes from a long line of, of businessmen, mostly on the music side or on, on that side of the family. And so I asked her specifically, was there any language that dictated that he was unable to participate in physical activity not related to the university? She says... I didn't see any of that. See? <laughs> see? It's, it's so, real. So is that to say that you cannot be a professional wrestler when it's there is no athletic commission that backs it anymore? It's So at this point, there's nothing to stop you from being a professional wrestler other than the preference of your coaches and athletic director. Your AD may not want you in such a high contact situation when you're already in a high contact situation that benefits them. No doubt. It is so, a powder keg for sure. Yeah. Theoretically, yes, your your uh, scenario could take place and no one has anything that they can say. However, when you get into the uh, the act of taking bumps and training, there's going to be a a conflict of interest like okay texas and oklahoma today which is if you want to put a date on it but texas and oklahoma just joined the sec big prime time schools heavy i don't think either one of those programs would want you doing any side work that requires you to in incur physical impact mm. that's that's why for the longest, like, you know, the, the starting left tackle is not working construction on his time off. <laughs> this, that makes a lot that makes a lot more sense. But the thing you is, but the thing is, like, it, this isn't this isn't the 1980s WWF. 
that we're talking 2021 where things have been known to be, you know, it's, it's public knowledge that things are predetermined. It's public knowledge that it's, list, it's looked at as entertainment and not an actual sport from the business side. That's not from the perception of us on this side. I mean, for us, but like, I mean, there's a relationship with ESPN, but ESPN is not reporting on this like news. You're not seeing no. highlights from wrestling shows. No. Not unless there's a. CBS not is. Unless not unless there's an air quotes real athlete involved. That part. And on that note, shouts out Jonathan Coachman. That he was the one that bridged that gap for the modern uh for the modern fan. And now he is totally done with WWE. Is he? Yes, I, I read that in a tweet from him not that long ago. He is completely done. Wow, just from the announced desk to the uh to, to social media, from social media to just doing him. He 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 is getting money with the golf channel. And, and yeah, out here living really his best life. <laughs> yeah, he's out here living his best life. He's doing everything he was doing before he got back with WWE, away from there, and also, you know, involved with the golf channel and, and getting his money like this. Look, if you don't have anybody, if you're not going to accept the advice of someone who could give you a fresh perspective, and I don't know how old Jonathan, Co- Jonathan Coachman is, but I'm pretty sure he can give you a fresher, newer perspective than what's probably functioning up there outside from a handful of people. Right. Well, Jonathan Coachman is almost 50. He's 47. Okay. Okay, so he's about the same age as some of your older talent on the roster. <laughs> he, he He's actually younger than some of the people that are still being pushed. Then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> if we gonna talk about it we gonna talk about and, it and he has a whole wealth of knowledge on from the business side on how you know analytics how to um, expand your digital footprint uh get it a little newer get fresher with the ideas and the presentation all those things coachman is responsible for the reason wwe superstars can go to espn and sit down and have interviews and be treated like serious athletes is because of who Jonathan Coachman and his right. and, and his credibility to bringing realism to a sports channel and to a product that has been frowned upon as not quote unquote being real. That what's said, your, what's your favorite quote about um, making another hove? <laughs> I heard a mom saying they made hove. Made hove say, okay, so make another hove. Find you another coachman, <laughs> man. Now, as we move along, then let's let's get busy with these at, these athletes, if you will. Petty Messiah, what's up? Since you're giving us bonus footage, how about you go ahead and drop your first pro athlete to become a professional wrestler for this said mixtape? Yeah, Randy Savage. Ooh, Dope. yeah, very <laughs> very good entry. Yeah. Former tri- former AAA baseball player. Yeah, he, he signed was, with the Cardinals. Uh, signed for the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds in both of their farm systems. Played for Gulf Coast League Cardinals uh, and the Tampa Tarpons. And I think that was the last time he played in 74. And after that, it's all, oh yeah. Madness from there on out. I got it. And he uh, family was pretty good. I like it. <laughs> I, I like uh, the big cat Ernie Ladd. He was actually one of the first players, not the first, but one of the first players to actually play uh, his sport and in the offseason come and, you know, take part in this sport that is or was known as professional wrestling. 
Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with a uh, a current entry from the Anoa'i tribe. <laughs> gang. Who's <laughs> <Oost> gang? <laughs> Joe Anoa'i, a.k.a. Roman Reigns, who was, uh, played Division One football for Georgia Tech as a defensive lineman. And here's the one thing I did not know about him. He spent time playing defensive tackle for the NFL's Minnesota Vikings Ooh. and Jacksonville Jaguars. Huh? So Khan Con- knew who he was. Khan <laughs> knew who he was before Vince did. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. Uh, and had a had a literal working relationship with this man. And he also played in the CFL for the Edmonton Eskimos. Now, also, I mean, don't 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 stretch this too much. Don't don't put too much stink on it. You really think that uh, Roman wasn't backstage with his uncles or it was opening his pops? Well, of course he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he showed Every, up. Everybody who grew Con up in the business. Yeah, everybody who grew up in the business was backstage taking pictures, meeting people. You know. You know a Samoan who comes through this part of the dynasty. You already know what's going on. <laughs> Speaking of football players, this guy went to the University of Georgia, uh, played for the Rams, the gold miners in Sacramento, and the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Knew this was coming. And he's, he's a perfect <laughs> entry for here. William Goldberg. Ooh. Hey, everybody. William Goldberg. Willie, 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 Willie G. <laughs> my name is Shake Zula, the Mike Zula. <laughs> Shout out to Schooly D. Alright. Oh I'm gonna go to the Chiefs. This one is gonna be from left field. But uh you know he's one of our favorite people here at the Broke Best Book Company Pro Podcast and Radio Show Infused with Hip Hop. One of, if not the original hacksaw from the Kansas City Chiefs, Butch Reed. Rest in peace. Okay. 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 <laughs> we passing this thing around like a jump to the left hand side. Swab, okay. who we got? <laughs> oh, that's super dope. Um, I'm gonna go. The alpha male, Monty Brown, a.k.a. AKA Marcus Corvon. (laughs) Shout out. Go ahead. Former NFL linebacker for the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. Actually played in Super Bowl 28 for Buffalo. So he got his ass ran ran out the stadium. He was was on team. Shouts out to Lance Archer. You know what I'm saying? Best friend of Monty Brown. And uh, and keeper of the pounds. Period. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Before the city girls, we knew where period came from. Yeah. Like, For real, y'all y'all reappropriated the period. You feel me? <laughs> so this man went to the Clarion University of Pennsylvania. He is a D one heavyweight wrestling champion. That's right. That's I like right. It. I like it. And. He won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Mm. That's right, everybody. Your Olympian, Kurt Angle. Right on. Right on. I like it. Kurt Angle. 
I, I skipped. I, I skipped over the accolades of uh, Vernie Lab. By the way, I mean he was uh, most most noted with the Chargers, drafted by the Bears, but also played for the Houston Oilers and all, and also the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> of all teams. Kansas City Chiefs is real popular out here with these uh, with these pro wrestlers turned. Uh, I mean, football players turned pro wrestlers. Uh, it's Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna take you take you a little bit newer. Um. From the University of Minnesota, uh, known as the Albino Gorilla by one Petty Messiah. Mm. Space Ghost is what I'm Space I Ghost coast to coast when, when, he, when, when he's in the Ro- Amiga, Royal Rumble. Man, you fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, North and South Dakota Pie May is my new favorite. You know what <laughs> Just, just the, the Northern Plains states pie may if you want to do that. The Northern Plains states uh, heritage champion. <laughs> Northern Plains pie may, I love it. Uh, he he actually had a, a brief stint trying out for the Minnesota Vikings, but was most noted for his professional career as a UFC fighter. He was the final cut from training camp. On the he was, wasn't he also just a just a good old NCAA champion? Not not just the NCAA. He was an NJCAA <laughs> champion and also NCAA champion. We dropping people on the head. I don't care what you say. Brock Lesnar all day long. Just Brock Lesnar. It's all you got to say. Just Brock Lesnar. Brockman Lesnar. <laughs> Brockington Lesnar. <laughs> Brockington. I, his, I really Brock- wanted that to be like his middle name. Brockford. Like his first name to be like Herbert. H. Brock Lesnar or something. (laughs) Oh man, H and R. Brock. (laughs) I needed him to have like a less destructive first name, and he did not. His real actual name, Herbert Herbert Robert Brockington. Right, like something random, like 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 Michael Sean Hickenbacker. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I needed her to have that. I needed to have it. I was bad about that. That. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, um, is it, who's I'm on? A, it's on me or you? That's why. It's on me. Okay. It's on. It's on Swire. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back a little bit. Uh, this man made four Pro Bowls while playing defensive tackle for the Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Oh my. Oh my. He was forced to wrestle professionally in the middle of his NFL career after he admitted to gambling and was suspended from the league from 1962 through 1964. Who the hell is this? <laughs> Alex Karras. Wow. Wasn't he on a couple of TV shows too? Webster. There you go. <laughs> the dad from Webster. The I knew it. George Papadopoulos. <laughs> Mr. Papadopoulos. George? George? Ma'am? While we keeping it in the 60s, from the great state of Oklahoma, being billed from being from Midland, Texas, part of this, uh, the, the great um, quote-unquote West Texas wrestling connection who played football for the Broncos, also played for the Houston Oilers, um, won, a, won a championship with the, with the Houston Oilers in their first season in the AFL. Oh, but, wow. But where, oh, wow. where he got his name from, though, professionally in wrestling, was the fact he actually had it sewn on the back of his New York Jets jersey. 
I said sew it in. Sew it in. Number 54, who also played for the Dolphins later in his career. Chief Edward Wahoo McDaniel. Okay. Watch out a little bit. <laughs> all right. Well, you were, I mean, you went out of town, but that's all right. We can keep it there. Oh, did, uh, my bad. My bad. We just talking. That's an really, offside penalty. We really yeah, just yeah. throwing names out here. So my my bad, nah, fam. Encroachment. Encroachment. Right. There you go. My favorite call. Shout out to my cousin, Derek. Encroachment. So here's the thing. This man was selected by the Detroit Pistons in 1986. Talk about for it. the Spurs. Talk about it. The Bulls. Talk the about Lakers, it. The Mavericks. <laughs> the randomry of the Long Beach Jam. But one of the things you remember him for as a five-time NBA champion is teaming up with Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I'm talking about South Oak Cliff's own Dennis Rodman. The Worm. South the Madison Worm. Building. Southside the realest <laughs> drug dealers killers. Hey, 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 hey. No. What else? <laughs> that's, that's Oak Cliff. Look. What look, up, Santa? You're the mayor. You should know this. <laughs> look, I've always heard him from being billed from South Dallas. I've never really There's heard the South There's a couple people that will tell you that, well, he went to South. He went to South. It's like, where you stay, where your mama stay. XYZ. <laughs> he might Granny, so, I think like his grandma address was in yes. there over by sock and so he yes. didn't <laughs> yes, that's right there. That is it right there. That's his gotta be I'm off, like, how did you go to sock? <laughs> his granny stay off Ann Arbor. She got to. That type of vibe. Right. But uh yeah, he, we'll say we'll say sock, but I've always heard South Dallas will split the difference and say um <laughs> Somewhere over by Martin Luther King Bridge. That part. He's somewhere. He's somewhere. He's somewhere <laughs> close to Lamar. Right. My next entry. This guy played nose tackle for the Denver Broncos. Famous for on a 1993 Monday Night Football game, throwing up on the field. Ooh, ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, Darren Draws. Come on. Slash puke draws off. Man. <laughs> He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. <laughs> I could have lived my whole life without seeing that one section of that movie. Luckily he couldn't get it to come out on command. Man, how about this one? How about this one, man? What the deal? Who is arguably the greatest debut in the history of professional wrestling? The greatest? The greatest debut. Oh, I know where he's. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I don't want. I don't want to step on the lead. So I'm <laughs> no, gonna... no, go ahead. Next step out, huh? I mean, it's, it's grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> the only, the only man still undefeated. Say, wrestle, 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 wrestling, wrestling record of uh, one and zero. Oh. <laughs> with a wrestling record of one and zero, oh, I main evented a WrestleMania in my first match and never wrestled again. Ooh, I knew you were gonna do it, but yeah. Shout, go ahead. Uh, shout out to the greatest, <laughs> the greatest bag baggington securitas in pro wrestling history. This, man, this listen, man this man wrestled no Bam Bam Bigelow for the main event of WrestleMania Eleven. You can never take it away from him. <laughs> you can never take it away ever. from him. He got a one, two, three on Bam Bam Bigelow from the New York Football Giants. With Lawrence a flying Taylor. shoulder. Lawrence yeah, with a flying elbow. Taylor. 
a, a forearm <laughs> shiver off the second. Right. <laughs> and it was ugly, but it worked. Or as yeah. it's, as is more aptly known now, is that shoulder tackle? <laughs> yeah, my man came up. First and foremost, the fact that he wrestled that entire match as LT <laughs> with a Giants on, colored jersey on. On the cool, it wasn't even really. I think uh, it was a uh, Giants colored jersey. No, it was white with like purple numbers. It was yeah, it was something different. It was white and purple. And I think he had black uh, black trunks. No, LT came out to the fight uh, with his hands taped. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, did he have his hands taped? Yes, he had his fingers is taped, he had his wrist taped up, <laughs> white boots. Yeah, he is. <laughs> As I pull up a picture of it right now, he got LT on the jersey where his numbers are. Big ass <laughs> elbow neoprene sleeves. And and actually, right. that that is blue. It's just the camera was, ba- was so bad back then with the lighting, it looked purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pre-HD. Yeah, no doubt. Jesus. Lawrence Julius I, Taylor. <laughs> that's him. This man. To be I honest, mean, now that I think about it, Lawrence Taylor threw the first phenomenal forearm. He really wow. did. Add that to the resume. First phenomenal yeah. forearm, WrestleMania main eventer, Super Bowl champion, most fearsome defensive player uh, maybe uh, in the history of the NFL. Uh, uh, there, there, there may be one before that. Keep going. We'll, we'll come back to him. I mean, Lawrence Taylor, an Apollo legend. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Petty Messiah. <laughs> Who you got? This man is an amateur wrestler at 190 pounds as he went to the University of Michigan. Three-time Big Ten runner-up after finishing fifth as a freshman and in 86, D1 All-American. His brother's cool, too. Scott Stein. <laughs> His brother's cool, too. <laughs> Facts. You can drop them as a combo pack because they are a pair of Division I, I, from the University I of Michigan. Bring, I had to, I had to bring him into it. His brother's cool too. <laughs> His brother's cool too. <laughs> I right, check me out and indulge me one time. Two-time Pro Bowler. Yep. One-time Super Bowl champion. Yes, sir. Hit fire. Played for the Packers, Patriots, and Bears. Ooh. Wait. Was a al- was also <laughs> ringside for WrestleMania main event. Oh. The same one. The same one with Lawrence Taylor. You know him. You love him. He was a member of the Four Horsemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve oh, Mongo McMichael. Yes, sir. You know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> so the person I was speaking of earlier with this phenomenal forearm uh, who may who may have come before Lawrence Taylor, most people did not realize that he played professional football for the Kansas City Chiefs again. The, the Chiefs are repeat offenders. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Oilers, and the uh, and the Broncos have been repeat offenders here. Uh, they didn't pay people enough, and because they didn't win Super Bowls at that time, Cash wasn't beat up at the end of the season. He also played a, se- a season for the uh, British Columbia Lions in the CFL. Nice. While okay. he played football, he was known by his government name, Merced Solis. Oh, oh, wow. But as, oh, wow. as, but as he came into American soil in the squared circle, he was more known by his household name of Chico Tito Santana. <laughs> Only because he didn't jump off any ropes. Now, right. now here, now here's the here's the deal. That flying form 
they didn't call it a forearm, but it was definitely a forearm. It was more aptly known in, as, a, a, as a racist term of endearment, a flying burrito. That is because of Jesse Ventura <laughs> and Bobby the Brain. And it's complete, it's completely unto them. No one else called it a flying burrito. And then when he became a bullfighter, they called it El Paso de Muerte. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. It became, when he was a fighter, the finisher was called El Paso de Muerte. To which Bobby Heenan at WrestleMania 8 called it what? Extra hot pace pecani. <laughs> like the racism just flows so easily. I mean, especially when you watch old time. Man, re- a, rest in peace, Bobby job. Heenan. I guarantee I they're not editing this. that stuff off the peacock. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. That's gonna stay there in perpetuity. And, and if you, so this it, man, hold on. If if they find that Jim Cornette joke that got him kicked off of NWA, I'm sure that I'm sure they'll leave that on there too. He been telling that bitch since the '80s. Since the '80s. I'm putting respect on his name because at one point in time, between him and Mike Tyson, we weren't sure who was the world's most dangerous man. A total. Oh. Record of wow. 47 fights, 28 wins, 22 of them by submission, three by decision, and three of them where he just flat out knocked people completely out. Continuously fighting with the Grassi family on a regular basis, coming through and breaking ankles intentionally. Ken Samurai. <laughs> I like it. That that's that, that, that that's the loaded, sir. Man. World's most dangerous world, man. World's most dangerous. You didn't know if it was him or Tyson. You're <laughs> <laughs> I, I see your world's. I would say I see your world's most dangerous man, and I raise you another UFC fighter. I knew it was coming. I couldn't. Uh, dang it! The beast, Dan Severn. Former Jesus. former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, the only professional wrestler to take his professional wrestling belt to the UFC and also capture its heavyweight championship. <laughs> what a, that that one? Oh. There's so that many. Legend, right? There's legend. so many that could make the list just off of that alone. Um, <laughs> That's a true belt collector right there. He's like, I'm gonna do it on both fronts. For real, for real. <laughs> Arguably the greatest Mike Smith that ever walked into the, the squared circle. Play Canadian football briefly. NOIE family, tribe member. Gang. Son of the late great soul man, Rocky Johnson. The, <laughs> the uh, arguably the richest person in Hollywood. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That, that That's all that needs to be said. Yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Everybody. All right. Well, you know, a professional MMA fighter from 2008 to 2014, just to bring it up a little closer, uh, found himself on the Ultimate Fighter, got up to a four-way street, and then got kicked out of there for smoking weed. He's from Bellator and Titan. Smoking dope. Everybody's favorite bro, Matt Riddle. I like it. He's a real fighter, everybody. He's a real fighter. Bro. (laughs) And legit dislocated somebody's jaw on national TV. 
and and meanwhile while we're looking for you know shuffling opponents we should be putting riddle in the ring with goldberg for SummerSlam. why real life beef there. why you bullshit i don't want to see that I'd, I would love to see it. R- Riddle would love to I see it more than Suave would, to be honest with you. I feel like, oh. I feel like, you remember, you, do you remember when Brock uh, duffed Braun Strowman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that would happen. Cause it's, <laughs> the, the, was it a right hook after an errant knee? It really was a right hook. I think it was an uppercut, wasn't it? No, nah, it was a right hook side of the head. I, 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 2017, no mercy. Brock uh, gets hit with a errant with a stiff knee, and immediately responds with a right hook that almost ended the night. <laughs> it almost ended. like you could tell it rocked him, and I think he's talked about it since then. He's like, "Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't unintentional." Now he landed that bitch flush. <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm talking about Brian talking. He said, "I didn't mean the knee him." You know what I'm saying? Make your make your intentions plain, homeboy. <laughs> like, like, we, we supposed to be working now. If you want to shoot, <laughs> my gun's bigger than yours. Wham! I got more Glocks and text than you. <laughs> I got five on it. Got it good. Like the, the feeling oh. of absolute destruction that comes with Brock Lesnar just definitely has got to be bad. And he had gloves on. Had he took them gloves off, yeah, we'd have had to. There's, there would have been some reconstructive surgery <laughs> taking place. I will remember you. <laughs> the arms of an angel. <laughs> Who, who's it on? Huh? Who's it That's on? It's on Slav. I believe it's on. Yeah, it's on. It's on me. So, um, check this out. This man played linebacker for America's team, for God's favorite team. For the only team I'm gonna root for, there you go, Dallas Cowboys, Blue Star Gang. There you go. For a short period of time in the late '80s, also the first intercontinental champion of color in the WWF. As a matter of fact, the first African American to ever win a WWE Singles Championship. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen. Anthony Norris, but you know him as Ahmed Johnson. Oh, game. I did not see that coming. Yeah, I had to get in my bag a little bit. Three, six, nine, two, eight. What do those numbers mean? Um, your lotto numbers from Saturday? <laughs> uh-uh. Pick five? That is the number that is possible that LeBron James can can reach next season if he stays healthy to become number two on the all-time NBA point scorers list. For the time being, the person who holds that now had a short stint in WCW. We go well, he goes by the mailman, Carl Malone. He oh. is number three all time. He's number two all time. LeBron is number three. Damn it. Behind Ooh, Kareem well. Abdul. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> I go hard in the paint. 
<laughs> That's a good selection, man. You know you walk a, walk a flock of flame one hood. That's that new Dan Severn right there. <laughs> Honestly, to tell you the truth, if I did have to have interest music, I feel like that should be it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like somebody should license that. Since we, we're not going to leave the NBA, this man came through in 92 with something to do for the Orlando Magic, played mm. for the Lakers, mm. went to the Heat, mm. went to the Suns, played for the Cavs, and apparently also played for the Celtics. Four-time NBA champion, three-time NBA Finals MVP, bigger than the big show, and also bigger than Hogan. Kill O'Neal. <laughs> uh, that count. Has, has, has wrestled in the WWE and AEW. A- w- 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 has, has he wrestled in WWE? He did a run in. Uh, he did a run in. It counts. He did a run in and a face off. So he did everything but wrestle an actual match. So, but in matches, he he has one match that resulted in a no contest. Actually, he was on the receiving end of a tag team loss. Yeah, he's winless. Still counts. <laughs> he is winless in a is winless in pro <laughs> pro wrestling competition. Who you got? Ah, here we go. Former here NFL we- player who spent time with the Bills and the Bengals, played I the CFL for the Calgary Stampeders, and an alumni of Miami University, where he was a roommate and teammate with John Harbaugh. Hmm. Second in, uh, I believe it's Defensive Player of the Year awards in college. Second only to was it Refrigerator Perry? Actually, it was. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, former WCW World Tag Team Champion, light heavyweight champion, loose cannon, and member of the Four Horsemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the late Flying Brian Pillman. Wow. There you go. Man, how about this one? This man had uh, this man had a son who was also a professional wrestler. That doesn't make it any easier for you guys. But what I will tell you is that he also played for the Chicago Bears, and then also joined the National Wrestling Alliance. And formed his own American Wrestling Association. Hailing out of the wrestling mecca of Robbinsdale, Minnesota. Laverne, but you can drop the La, Ganya. Okay. <laughs> Laverne, but okay. you keep the L.A. out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I okay. like it. Is, I like it. Is, it. is it my turn? It is. Is it my turn? That's what we doing. <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, fucking <laughs> BM dog. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. Uh, right, in, my, so. in my best cookout, Uncle Voice. Why you ain't shit? <laughs> <laughs> so my guy, my guy wrestled for the NWA, for the WCW, for. NJPW. He's been a K1 fighter. And before he did any of these things, he actually played in the National Football League. 
Yeah. Played for the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. You don't know who I'm talking about, do you? Not at all. Robert Malcolm Sapp, also known as Bob Sapp. See, he had his career was much bigger in uh, in Japan than it was in the states. He literally was the in, in <laughs> New Japan champion. Much, much bigger there. And yeah. people, people be forgetting yeah. about Brock Lesnar being an, uh, the IWGP champion too. That's another a whole champion with a sword on his chest. He left <laughs> WWE and just disappeared, so to speak. Pops up in New Japan Pro Wrestling with a sword in the dead center of his chest. Wreaking havoc on everybody there. You understand what I'm saying? So I believe the floor is yours. Indeed, and in such fashion, I'm going to give you another historic football player. It seems like all of my entries have come from the gridiron and the defensive side of the ball. You say football is life. You're proving your point. I mean, I, I do what I can to give back to the community. Selected by the Cleveland Browns in the 1981 NFL Draft, mm. who also played in the USFL next to WWE and WWE legend Lex Luger. An Apollo legend. An Apollo legend. An Apollo legend. One of the greatest college football players of all time. All time. Finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Mm. Former World Tag Team Champion, but most importantly, the first black heavyweight champion recognized in history. Damn. Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. He's unfuckwittable. He's Ron Simmons. Going away from the uh the the gridiron while this guy may not be listed as a great he was damn entertaining to watch in the ring <laughs> while WWF was grabbing top notch octagon talent mm-hmm. this clown who amassed a record <laughs> over his MMA career which just ended in 2013, by the way, mm-hmm. of 10 wins and 15 losses, most of which coming after 1998, shows up on WCW as an MMA character and then becomes a dancer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the one and only Tank Abbott. <laughs> the, the fourth member of three count right <laughs> switchblade on live tv on live tv he's baby. gonna cut his beard no he's trying to cut his throat fam <laughs> that all that happened the hell with what you thought it was he's trying to cut that man's throat you on feel TV. me <laughs> on you be you be Hailing from the University of Colorado. Oh. All-American he was when he went to the University of Colorado. Drafted by the Los Angeles Rams in 1978. 
<sighs> you see where I'm going with this? Oh man, I, I, when you said Colorado, <laughs> man, oh man. <laughs> Colorado. He has been the IWGP heavyweight champion. He's three-time WCW world heavyweight champion. Triple crown heavyweight champion. WCW US heavyweight champion. Swab, you hear that? You hear that, you hear that clock? <laughs> Wait, what? You hear that clock? What clock? Petty. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> It's the time. The baby bull. Leo White. He was on my list. The baby bull. Leo White. You knew damn well he was on my list. Yeah, I was trying to get it. I had to get it. Oh, riddle right on in, too. He's like, what clock? It's time. It's time. It's very time. Time, time. You couldn't have told me. That Vader wasn't a Creole black man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does look like an albino. He so sounded like, like it, one, depending on how, how hyped up you got him. Like he like looks. He, if you don't hear him talk, you look like he could do a fire ass crab boil. <laughs> he does. He literally. He looked like somebody that you would see at a at a gas station in Louisiana, and they go, "You yeah, have some crawdad. You want some? <laughs> Chop Come on out to the house." Like, like right. he, he can't, he can't, he don't have a, a pond stock for the crawdads, but he got a fresh alligator tail in that hoe. Bruh. <laughs> he puts alligator just, tails on his po' boys. We got, we just got three gators and we gonna eat them up tonight. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> chew them, chew them, holy. Swap <laughs> who you got, who man. Swamp people. Um, I tell you what. Former linebacker for Southern Methodist University. Oh, oh Wow. Oh. Who also played for the Atlanta Falcons. He is famous for two loud blurt out phrases. One being chanting USA. The other one famous for ho. Ladies and gentlemen, tough guy. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Did you know that he was recruited by Ohio State? I did not know that. Yeah, little known fact. That that's a and he chose SMU. Being from New York, he chose SMU over Ohio State. Well, you know SMU has a has a history. Well, this I'm about to say this is when the Southwest Conference was was a thing, and he's part of the reason why the Southwest Conference is no more. (laughs) Swack. Don't hit that part of the reason. Hit that price we just went up because yeah, that was that was big time taxing. Price just went up. Price, price just went up. He but, just missed playing with the Pony Express and they were really getting money. Here, here, here's some football for you. Um, uh, I want, I want to say, I actually, you know, I'm gonna come back to him. I, I know who I'm gonna get this one because, bitch, Texas. Known as the ah. world's strongest man, the worldwide leader, <laughs> a world champion, to quote Dave LaGreca, and not one, not two, but three sports powerlifting, weightlifting, professional wrestling zone. Mark Henry, ladies and gentlemen, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, I was running out of options, but, um, you know, he's the WCW World Heavyweight Champion at one point in time. Uh-oh. Picked up Yokozuna and slammed him. Good a, job. Great people. American ship, everybody. He's uh, he's probably one of the most American people you could see back in the late 80s and early 90s. The original American male. The original American male. Like, if you wanted to represent America, this is the man that you would go get. He played for the Green Bay Packers, so it counts. And his name is Lex Luger. Solid pick. Mm. Yeah. Well. Solid pick. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what I'm gonna do here. Think I'm gonna throw a mon- monkey wrench in this whole situation. I felt like it's coming. I know it's on the way. You know what? No, never mind that. We'll we'll save the monkey wrench for later. We're sticking with football on the defensive side. Five-time Pro Bowler. Oh no. <laughs> Selected to the All-Pro team three times during a 14-year career. Played for the Rams, Steelers, Panthers, and 49ers. Damn, that's vitriol in this statement here. <laughs> it ladies, was, and gen- <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, WCW's own Kevin Green. There you go. Okay. How, okay. how about former player for the Tampa Bay Bandits in the USFL? My goodness. Jesus, man. He had to change his professional wrestling name because there was someone else who was a much bigger star in America and in Japan than he was as an upstart rookie coming into Memphis and Texas. Birth last name Williams. Then I know where the man had to change his name and now you know him as Stone Cold Steve Austin. I like it. Okay. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Okay. All right. Well, that's definitely not going to win any championships with the person that I'm about to bring up. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> played for the CFL with the Calgary Stampeders. Uh-oh. And they traded him to the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, he left that. Jogging He left that and went and tried his hand at bodybuilding uh at one point in time this man uh now when i go pro (laughs) we're talking about (laughs) world bodybuilding deals like (laughs) wbf was also he also took part in the world's strongest man competition wyba uh back in the 80s no no (laughs) paf This man is a NWA champion and a WWWF champion. Uh Uh-oh. Responsible for putting everybody on and getting them into where they are now. (sighs) Superstar, Billy Graham. William Graham. Mm. There you go. He used to buy it by the Graham. Hey, yo. (laughs) Really? Ah, well, check me out. Um, 10-year NFL veteran. Uh-oh. Defensive lineman who played college football at Clemson University before they were the powerhouse that they've become. Mm. First round draft pick in the 1985 draft. Super Bowl champion. 
Ring size, 25. Nicknamed the refrigerator. Uh. Who participated in WrestleMania 2. Ladies and gentlemen, William Anthony Perry. There you go. The fridge. Fridge right up. Ring size Fridge 25. Now I'm six foot two, 265, and I wear a 12. Ring size 25. That's ridiculous. He is my heel. His finger is my heel. Perry. If he, if he slaps a man in real He's life, down. he should be arrested for attempted murder. I didn't realize Refrigerator Perry was still alive. Oh yeah. He's still with I, us, I believe. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> Alright, got a good one for you here. Taking one out of your wheelhouse, Suave. Known as the Minister of Defense. Oh, I was just looking. Oh, okay, there you go. I was just reading his profile. <laughs> I, re- I remember this vividly as he was in the 1997 version of WCW Slamboree. May Absolutely he, correct. May he rest in peace. Green Bay Packer own Reggie White. That's cold lick, buddy. Man. That is a cold lick. That is. That is. All right. All right. All right. Um, how many more of these we got in this? We got one more, or two more rounds. I got, I got Bruh. one just because I feel like he needs to be stated. Cause I ain't even got started yet. I'm out here getting money. Oh, uh, I, I go well, if you if you just getting started, you got a whole football team. So I, I can let you run them down. All right, that's a bet. All right, well, uh, this particular person right here tried to tried to make the Dallas Texans. Before he ended up in the CFL for the Edmonton Eskimos. Damn, that's pre-Chiefs. NWA <laughs> and AWA World Heavyweight Champion. Mm. Yes, he was. Um, he fathered a whole bunch of kids. Um, and all of them, <laughs> well, helped build the namesake of the place that we're actually sitting in the parking lot of right now. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm talking about. I ain't gonna call his real name. I'm just gonna call him Fritz Von Eric. <laughs> Jack. Old, old, old Jack. <laughs> old, old man Atkinson. Old man Atkinson. Old man River. <laughs> uh, I had to find me one because I had ran out of gas on this. I was like, well. <laughs> Jeez. Um, let's get current with the football from the University of Iowa. Come on, tag team champion many times over, too many times to count, and the current holder of the money in the bank briefcase, Etor Ewen or Wow, Big E Langston. All right, there wow. you go. I see what you did there. I see how you played it. Well played, sir. You feel ain't me? no animosity. Ain't no complex in my heart. I ain't no hate. <laughs> so this man was drafted by the Raiders. Did not oh. play, but did play in the World League. Also won a plethora of tag team championships. And had a reign as the WWE champion. I dislike you. 
just, <laughs> just, just like yourself. This man is also one half of the Acolytes Protection Agency. You know him as the APA. That's why I dislike him, frankly. Justin Hawk Bradshaw, a.k.a. John Bradshaw Layfield. <laughs> did you call him Justin Hawk Bradshaw? I did. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, You're absolutely welcome. Young <laughs> Or would you, would you, would you prefer Johnny Hawk since it was global? No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that at all. I was a Justin Hawk Bradshaw fan. <laughs> He'd come down to the ring and really hurt people and then go back up, up the ramp and that was it. Yo, I just saw a video of him probably from Sunday Night Heat where a fan threw beer on him in mid-match and he cold cocked him and knocked him smooth out. Yeah, this is what Bradshaw 100%. would do. 100% has to be a plant. That, that, that did not too much look like a plant But I hear you Loud and clear I mean it's a great sale job But yeah you get hit that hard Yeah you're gonna You're gonna expel some bodily fluid When I wake up I'm suing I, It is now Julian World Wrestling Federation That part That's what you missed <laughs> That's the part What's the difference between Between the truth and a lie A lawsuit A lawsuit, <laughs> a lawsuit. There you, go. you feel me so this particular guy actually passed away this year. Um, RIP, and it was just recently happened. Didn't know this, but he failed to play for the Saints and the Chiefs because he didn't pass the physicals for either of those teams. But he did play running back in the World Football League for the Jacksonville Sharks. There's Jacksonville yet again. One of the biggest things he's ever done is feud with good try Terry all the time when he started out and he is a wwe hall of famer paul mr wonderful orndorff fantastic Ooh, great pick great pick well somebody stole my last pick <laughs> i mean no <laughs> <laughs> stole it right out from my so i got one more i'm gonna let you bring it home like you usually do do you think I know I'm jumping out of turn, Petty, so don't, don't get me too tough. I mean, you, you did it twice tonight. No, nah, no, nah, this this one this was for good reason. And then, like I said, because Squad, Squad will take us home and hit us over the head. Shoot. Billed as being the tallest professional athlete ever. Good one. He was recognized from playing with the Atlanta Hawks. There's only one organization that's going to recognize you for playing for an Atlanta sports team in the early late 80s, early 90s. But he was also noticed for his size after wrestling in Atlanta from one Vincent Kennedy McMahon and also picked him up in 1993 and put him in the ring with The Undertaker. An Argentinian Olympian. An Argentinian Olympian and... Just an all-around colossal guy. Jorge Giant Gonzalez, a.k.a. El Gigante. Actual factuals. He really was bigger than the Undertaker. Seven foot, seven inches tall, and they built him at eight feet. Why? Because you can. <laughs> I mean, he's taller than six foot ten. <laughs> Man, that man's beard was on the top of the Undertaker's forehead. 
<laughs> Almost look like nuts on his chin. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Suave, I know you got a boatload more for us, man. Go ahead and run them down and just get this thing home safely. Take a live in Texas. I don't want to die. <laughs> Former second string defensive tackle for the Oklahoma Sooners. Okay. Jack Swagger. Jake Hager. Okay. Jake Hager slash Jack Swagger. I believe he also is a was a collegiate wrestler. Yeah. Uh, formerly of the Arizona Cardinals. Ah. Baron Corbin. Tom P. Stock. Baron Corbin. Right. Yes. <laughs> a six then a six foot six defensive lineman who is a uh, national champion played for the Florida Gators on the nineteen ninety six team. Played professionally for the Jacksonville Jaguars and in the Arena League, ladies and gentlemen, Thaddeus Michael Bullard, Titus O'Neil. How about this? That man just got a school named after him. How about that? Can't get mad at Titus O'Neil, man. He never has a wrestle another day in his life. Nah, not at all. Any more suave you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got many more. I had to, had to <laughs> take your little lady right quick. Um, let's see. Did he go pro? Uh, no, but he played Division One football for the University of Maryland. Real name Dean Mahadi. Ah, um, ladies and gentlemen, he did go pro. Bro, OG he hype bro, Mojo Raleigh. I thought, yeah, there you go. For some reason, I thought he did go pro playing football. He may have, but I don't see it. He was there. playing for somebody, wasn't he? Not on the field. Was he on the practice squad? Because that counts. I mean, that does count. I, I counted it just on him playing for Maryland. But, um, yeah, I'd have to look up and see who he played pro for. Washington Redskins, Moose. Did he? Packers and Cardinals. Well, I'll be damned. He was on the practice team. I like it. I'll take it. Um, Let's see. I got many more. Let's see who else is good. You know what? Let's switch up and go to basketball. There you go. Wichita State Shockers, Big Show, Paul White. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> University of Tennessee, Kevin Nash. Come on now. <laughs> Damn, bro. Can you get off my back? <laughs> Not even reading the wow. list. <laughs> That's wow. off the top. <laughs> That's why you wanted to go to basketball right there. Nah, Trash no. Bag. He said it. Not me. Trash bag. You should have went to... <laughs> With the ba- basketball back then, before you told me to bring it home, you got man, you right. got you got plenty more swab. I'm done. That's I, not that's that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh oh! I do it. It's a problem. Got it. <laughs> Shout out to Tesla, Texas Wesleyan University Center. You know him as Mark Calloway. We know him as the Undertaker. Jeez, man. I mean, I got one. I just want to throw back in there. Do you think? All right, uh, Missouri Valley College, NAIA National Wrestling Champion, nine six, nine seven, and nine eight. You understand me? On your whole ass. Jumps into the Army, world class athlete oh. program. Oh, Roberto! With a gold and a silver medal, medal <laughs> in the International Military Sports Council. Young Roberto. You understand me? <laughs> <laughs> Almost made it to Team USA. <laughs> Franklin Roberto Lashley 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 Roberto <laughs> Young Roberto Bobby 
Uh, give me a second. I got a fact check. Wait, and then, and then just to keep to keep singing his accolades, the man went to MMA and went to fight people and won. This is true. Stop somebody. The first time I've ever seen somebody stop somebody with a standing choke. I mean, and by that by that token, you can add Dave Batista to the list. I could. I was going to, but it seemed like a stretch. Nah, he's 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 he went to MMA, but came back to professional wrestling, which makes him a professional athlete. I mean, if it's I mean, Brock Brock went to wrestling first, then went to the NFL. So I mean, I mean, Brock was Brock was already a D one wrestler before he even <laughs> can't really take that away. Brock was already D one wrestler before he even saw the the WWE. Oh. I'm super tripping. We ain't got no ladies on this list or none of that. <laughs> Shout out to former Uf- UFC women's champion. Wow. Movie star, former WWE Raw we women's should, champion. We should be ashamed of ourselves for this one. Nah, we just had to get around to it. Ladies and gentlemen, shout out to Ronda Rousey. There you go. I do have another one. I just don't. I don't. I don't know where she went to to college. She played collegiate basketball, but I don't know where. Who? who? Uh, I think it was like when in Cali. No, no, Jazz. Oh, I know she played collegiate basketball. Um, right. How, how about uh, collegiate track phenomenon Bianca Belair, current WWE SmackDown Women's Champion? Welcome to Gangland, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. I know we got some more. Let me keep looking around. Make sure I got all my my situations. Come on, collegiate basketball. <laughs> Come through. <laughs> I'm saying like college basketball done gave us a lot. Shout out to me. Right. Put almost on at least. He's a Division One. Uh, I mean, player. you know, Cal State San Marcos was out here giving us somebody. Let me let me let me find out. <laughs> I'm just saying. She was in Palomar College, college basketball. Graduated from Cal State San Marcos. I don't think they really made no impact, but it kind of counts. Who's that? <laughs> My baby mom. Oh, Nia Jax. <laughs> Dog she, did, she did who? She did who? <laughs> she did who? She did do that. She did who? She did who? Uh, out to the whole lineage of West Texas state football players, Ted DiBiase. Oh, man. Um, Tito Santana was actually part of that as well. Um, that's where that's where uh, JBL went. Uh, what's the name? Um, oh, was, Mulligan they were a Factory. They were a whole factory. Yeah, like uh, the the Funk Brothers went there. Uh, also, Dusty Rose, Dick Murdoch went there. All of them. I mean, now uh, you and you can't tell me in a town with you know, like was it uh, where, where is was it San Marcos? Or San Angelo, San Angelo? Is that what that, I think San San Angelo sounds more right. Yeah, you can't tell me in a place like that that you actually aren't paying people to come play football in the middle of no. That's literally the like hill country. I mean, when you catching these dudes from like a two horse town, I mean, they just want to go do something else. No, West Texas State University is in the Panhandle. That shit's in Canyon, Texas. Okay, I've been so, there, boy. So, so now that makes a that explains a lot. It looks like it? a prison out there. Yo, <laughs> don't call it a prison. I'm, you know, when you when you think about prison movies from the seventies and eighties, and you have that like that desert look to it, and like it's just middle of nowhere, and they got flat like one story buildings and towers. That's Canyon, Texas. Canyon, Texas is known for slaughterhouses. Don't call it a comeback. 
Wow. Shout out to Dio Madden who uh played for the Houston Texans. Did not know that. Yeah. Shout out to uh Dolph Ziggler, collegiate wrestler at um uh, Kent State. Uh, shout out to collegiate wrestler and football player from the University of Oklahoma, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Yeah, see, I, I didn't, I didn't go there because we were going pros, but yeah, yeah, for sure, Dr. Death. Listen, I'm about, we, to, I'm about to run down a list of uh, all of the the uh, the alum to, to become professional wrestlers from West Texas State University. Run it. The American Dween, baby. Death Rose, if you will. Dween, baby. Dween. Tully Blanchard, Tito Santana, Bruiser Brody, Dorn. Stan the Lariat Hansard, Hansen, <laughs> Dorian Terry Funk, uh, Ted DiBiase, the Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, Bobby Manuel, Bobby Duncan Jr. and Bob, well, actually Bobby Duncan, not that junior, but senior, because they look just alike anyway. But Bobby Duncan Senior. That that's in uh yeah that's that's all the ones that are listed here okay okay uh i got a couple more off the top of my head uh we we gotta dip over into tna for a little bit tito ortiz oh yeah well but did he ever compete though because he's he he had an angle and then they left because he got suspended from the ufc okay we'll put a pin in that one i give me d'angelo williams former running back of the pittsburgh steelers and carolina panthers also man jones Yes, that's exactly Man. where I was going. Pac-Man Jones. Yes. Former cornerback for many teams, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Dallas Cowboys, the Tennessee Titans, which who drafted him. Yeah. Um, technically, Gronk counts. Gronk does count. Former 24-7 champion. And ain't, ain't, ain't no technically. That's a that if, if he can hold a belt for an organization, <laughs> you can you you got to give him a pass. I mean, it counts. <laughs> I mean, but if we ever try this with with actors, then David Arquette's gonna be on the list. That, that, that we have we ever tried it with actors? Nah. You got to be careful who you let in in the club. You know they'll they might bring a firearm in. Yeah, it's real, that part. <laughs> um, let's see. I know we're like, we're missing some people. Did Charlotte play a colli- play at a college level or no? Uh, I mean, I can take a look and see. Chad Gable's an Olympian. Uh, um, Otis. D1. That is right. Otis, Otis is a D1 wrestler. Yeah, for the yeah. Academy. Wow. Uh, take us out. <laughs> Pencil pushers. <laughs> Heads up. Pencils down. God, this is the absolute worst. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> Whoever we missed, email us. Show at broken pencil. <laughs> Show at broken pencil bc.com. Broken pencil bc at gmail.com. <laughs> Petty broken mis- pencil on everything. On <laughs> what? Everything. <laughs> it's pitiful. Oh Shout out to Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> He's on that list too. Phineas Godwin. Oh, did he man. play pro sports? Probably did, he? did. We didn't touch on Phineas, and I don't think anybody remembers him in the annals of history. It's a whole other episode popping off. Shit. <laughs> uh, 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 Olympian. Shout out to the Iron Sheik. Was is that Sheiky Trudeau? Baby, number one. <laughs> is that Trudeau? 
I humble you. No, he's a real life Olympian. Okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> now that should happen in real life. That's why he was so swole up then. All right, well, shit, man. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm out of here. I'll, I'll do the editing on this bitch and get it ready for next All right, week. Man, I got this shit. What next week? Uh, probably. Well, actually, probably week after next. This this is one for the for the can. Oh good. So good. Yeah, so, I, that, so yeah, we got some, some, sometime some, in the distant future. So, sometime when we miss it, when we miss the episode, this will be ready for Pam. So people, if you're hearing me, <laughs> and I'm not here, just know we recorded this at a quality time. Great. And on that note, holla player, holla holla, holla, holla holla. Holla, 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 holla,